create your own road show. I whooped his ass at Circle K. Good Lord, you wearing that to church? We gonna do it again. Fired up, son. So you're gonna tell me that you don't have no black cat, no Roman candles, or screaming me? Have you called your mama today? You gotta understand that I went to prison when I was seven years old. Seven years old. Howdy Strangers, Al Mirabella here, host of Howdy Strangers, a podcast that is doing a mini-sode this week. I'm in Lakeland, Georgia, sunny Lakeland, Georgia, visiting my brother, his beautiful wife, Sierra, his two children, Mika, Orion, and his other child, his dog, Roxy, third child, not here. You know how that goes. Marriages, man, they fall apart. I know mine have a couple of times. That's not true. I've never been married and probably never will be because uh, I'm afraid of commitment. But, you know, that's a problem for somebody else, not for me. Anyway, let's bring on my brother. Michael, how are you doing? Outstanding. Michael is, uh, he's, you know, I've known him for longer than I've known almost anyone. Maybe like my mom and dad. Maybe the only two people I've known longer. Uh, What was it like coming up in my shadow? In your shadow? You shadowed me. I'm the oldest. That's true. You are. You are nine years older than me, but I think you're actually like eight years and 363 or four days older than me. Yes. Because uh, I was I was born on your birthday eve. <laughs> yes, you were. Thanks for that. You know, can I tell you, I feel guilty about that every year. I think about it. I'm like, I imagine you being nine years old, being like, wow, I can't, can't, or or you being eight years old and just really ready to turn nine, being really excited about that, excited for your little brother, maybe your little brother will be a birthday gift. And then there I was, right beforehand. I came into town, you probably didn't get you anything that year. <laughs> no, and uh, we weren't allowed to go to the hospital with you, so we stayed with our cousin Jamie, me and your sister Martha, mm-hmm. and thanks for that. You so I was I was uh, zero years old when I was born. You were nine. You moved out when I was nine years old. You know, so I think about that sometimes because you were eighteen. You went in the military. You went in the air force. I feel sometimes like uh, even though Martha is is a little bit older, I feel a little closer with her sometimes just because she stuck around for so long. She lived in our parents' house for man a really long time. Till she was like 26, which is maybe not too old for some people. No, it is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. I, I remember thinking, well, I'm going to turn 18 and I'm going to move out. And then I was there, man, also a really, really long time. Yeah, uh, way to make it sound like I abandoned you also. I didn't. I, no, <laughs> I cried. I, I bawled my eyes out. I remember when you left. I remember going up there when you went out on the, the bus. Was it a bus? I was nine. The details are hazy when you left. Uh, I took a couple buses and some planes, yeah. Some buses. And then what felt like months, years went by. What was probably like three months when you were in basic training. Pretty much. When I showed up and you had no hair. But you were in fantastic shape. I could even tell at that point. I was like, what's he doing? Is he getting lean? Is he cutting? Yeah, it's called not eating because I'm a picky eater. You are a picky eater. <laughs> You are maybe the pickiest eater in our family, and that's saying a lot because our sister's very picky. For a long time, you didn't eat ground beef. Is it ground beef that you didn't eat? That's true, yes. Can you imagine not eating ground beef? I can't. I, I could eat just hamburgers for the rest of my life. Though you've expanded your palate a little bit. I have. What's your favorite food? Uh, probably chicken bulgogi. 
What is bulgogi? It is a Korean dish with sesame spices and stuff over rice. Oh, wow. I would never imagine that your favorite dish is anything that's not from America. Uh, I mean, American food, I like pizza. Or Americanized pizza, should I say. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I've been all over, and there's a lot of good food out there. What's the worst thing that you've ate? Chow hall food. Chow hall food? Okay, what's the worst thing that you've ate, like, leaving a base and going and eating some food somewhere in the world? Probably a raw chicken sandwich, first place. <laughs> oh, you know, actually, you saying that makes me think about a time that mom and dad were like, uh... So, our, our parents used to live in Panama... And they had some friends who were Panamanian folks who invited them over for dinner. And they went over for dinner. They were like, well, what are we going to have? And they are like, we're going to have chicken. And they were like, yeah, that's, that's great. That's a food we eat. Everybody eats chicken. Everybody in the whole world eats chicken. And then they um, went to their chicken coop and grabbed a chicken and cut its head off in front of our parents. And then went, continued to – would go on to cook that chicken and serve it to our parents who graciously ate it because they're not assholes. And then – Got violently sick afterwards. Yeah, that uh, that happens, uh, especially like street food in Korea and uh, street food in Asia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just not we're not built for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I actually have a really good friend of mine who was in Wuhan and uh, was at a bat farm. Sorry, no, that's where the Kawuwu came from. It's the China virus. I'll go ahead and say it. China, uh, the China flu. The China flu, kung flu, <laughs> as it is called. I want to say I'm paraphrasing. I didn't come up with any of these things. Don't put this on me. Don't cancel me. I can't get canceled. I'm not. Who's going to cancel it? I pay for the. I pay the nine dollars a month for the podcast to go online. I can say whatever I want. I'm like Alex Jones. Yeah. I think that the Wuhan virus is turning the frogs gay. I've been saying that for years. I think that that happens. What kind of media do you consume? I was talking about this to uh, my friend Beth on the phone today. It's like, do you watch TV? I do, if there's something on. But now that the China flu has completely shat on everything, mm-hmm. it's all the same stuff over and over again. And when I'm here with the kids, all I do is watch Disney. And it drives me absolutely insane. How many times do you think you've watched Moana? Just about ballpark. Uh, probably 125. What about Hotel Transylvania 2? At least 100. Do you think that you've seen Moana more than you've seen Hotel Transylvania 2? Yes. All right, cool. I appreciate that. You know, uh, our niece, Nevea has seen The Grinch, I mean, within a calendar year. Didn't even get into it at Christmas time. Kind of got into it in, like, maybe uh, late late spring, but would go on. She was already burnt out on it by the time Christmas came, because I'm sure she watched it at least 50 times. I couldn't say for sure. She's not as committed as your kids are. Your kids really stand Moana. And, uh, and Beauty and the Beast. Beauty watched, and the Beast. Oh, yeah. And it goes back and forth between the animated version and the normal or the newer version, and then back and forth. And my son Orion likes to put a bell dress on and dance around the house and yell at the beast. And he thinks it's pretty much like the monster in the closet. He'll open the door and he's like, Beast. And he slams the door. He's Do you like, I'm think not that, going out there. Does he want to see Beast? Do you think he would be excited or terrified if he opened it and Beast was there? I think he would be excited, but he also tries to play on it a little bit as well and say it's scary, and then he runs away, and then mm-hmm. he goes back in there. So he he really doesn't care. But Are you ever worried that this is conditioning him to, be, uh, to not be afraid of werewolves, or even, I'm going to go ahead and say, standard wolves? 
Any uh, big furry thing. I honestly don't think he's afraid of much. He is a little ridiculous. I think it's amazing that he's two and he can completely grasp that Sleeping Beauty, I'm sorry, not Sleeping Beauty, that Beauty and the Beast and the animated Beauty and the Beast are basically the same movie. That he's like, I don't give a shit. Just put one of them on. I just like the story. It's a tale as old as time, as, as they say. Yeah. He, uh, back and forth, and he'll watch them alternating for hours. <laughs> he he was on lockdown. Some of, uh, one of the kids in his class got the, the China flu. So they put his whole class on quarantine, um, at the daycare for the, the 14 days. And, uh, of course, we just couldn't leave him at home and... We couldn't go to work, so we had to stay here. So uh, me and Sierra, my wife, alternated, and uh, I took a couple days off work, and I probably watched Beauty and the Beast seven times in a day while he was at home. I kind of appreciate that. Would you rather him watch that, though, or watch the Maytag uh, instructional video? Uh, I would not suggest that one. Uh, I do know it's a classic, especially on VHS, Uh, but... I would prefer him watch Deadpool or something to that standard, or John Wick. Like I could be, I'm totally down with a two year old watching all the John Wicks. That's a uh, that's how our dad was about stuff. I'm going to come back to that in a moment, but I will say I want to clarify. I'm going to take this as an opportunity to tell the listeners that I had an obsession just like this, watching the Maytag instructional uh, VHS tape that came with our washing machine, and I watched it also hundreds of times. And you know what? I don't remember watching it hundreds of times, but I definitely remember watching it to the point that it is kind of burned in my memory. I can kind of, I can imagine the title screen. I kind of know how it goes. I would love, I've looked it up. I've tried to find it online. You know when the spin cycle's coming up, that's for sure. Yeah, and you know what? It's kind of amazing because I'm still just dog shit at using a washing machine. I'm terrible. I, all my clothes are shrunk. Maybe we should, maybe we should really search for it again and maybe you could learn something from it nowadays. Yeah. So I will say that you, you'd you be happy to have your kid watch Deadpool or John Wick or, I'm mean, you know, a gruesome action thriller. Um, I mean, I don't think, like, Saul's necessarily gruesome. He can watch whatever he wants to, as long as he doesn't turn into a serial killer. That's how our dad is. Uh, I remember, I mean, because our, uh, our dad is, a, like, absolutely 100% a movie person, watches... At least one movie a day. On many, many days, he watches more than one movie. He watched ten episodes of Cobra Kai in one day on accident the other day. And I was like, hey, what, what's this you're watching? And he was like, I think it's uh, some karate movie or something like that. And he was like, four episodes in, I was like, it's a TV show. And he was like, oh. And then I came back like three hours later and he was in the exact same spot finishing the TV show. It was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I've seen him watch terribly horrific things in front of me and i mean you know that's fine i think that if you're raising your kids right your kids can watch a person's head get cut off and you know you just educate your children not to cut heads off yeah but when we were growing up as more like samurai movies and yeah. old westerns and stuff like that i'm i'm probably not gonna let my two-year-old watch saw but if he wants to watch a little john wick he's not even paying attention to it anyways he's gonna be running around I mean, he's not on Adderall yet, but God willing, he's coming. There have been times that, I mean, as Dad has been at your house watching, because he just, I mean, as soon as he comes, walks into your house. He sits in my recliner. Doesn't say hello, doesn't do anything, doesn't give the kids a hug. He sits down in front of your TV and grabs the remote and either 
ask somebody to change it to CNN, or just if there's a movie on, he'll just sit down regardless of what it is. That's what he did the other day. Yes. Yeah, it was, uh, what movie was it yesterday? There was something on when we came in. No, maybe he did immediately want it to be to be CNN. It was CNN yesterday. Today he uh, today he watched Wonder Woman, a movie that he and I watched three weeks ago. As captivated as he was three weeks ago, watching it the first time, trying to <clears throat> tune all of us out. And I mean, this is a really hard house to tune out. There's a lot of noise happening. I have to put on like I don't ever bring my real headphones. I'm basically down with my my little Galaxy Beans AirPod type things. But knowing that I was coming to your house, if I was going to want to concentrate on anything, I just had to bring my my full-sized headphones. And there were times, I'm not going to lie to you, Michael, today and yesterday, that I just put them on and pretended like I was listening to music just to silence the room briefly. But he can somehow still laser focus onto a TV show regard- without with all those things going on. As long as he knows how to turn the volume up, you'll turn around and it's at 72. And mm-hmm. it's like... Well, it only goes up to 100. I mean, we got a Sonos <laughs> soundbar and sound system in here. Like, you don't need to rock the world. But there there will be times that he'll be, like, watching something or change it to something, and I will look at the content of what he's watching and be like, there's just kids around. They're like, maybe this isn't the one. Now, our dad's never really been into horror movies, but he will watch, like, A war you know, movie, for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, if Saving Private Ryan were on, he would think nothing of that. He would just 100% let you watch Saving Private yeah. Ryan. I remember the first movie that me and dad went to in the movie theater, because we were movie theater people. That's, like, how we bond. Uh, that I was like, I, that was weird that he let me go see that. It was American Gangster. Have you seen American Gangster? I was 12 years old when we <laughs> yeah. saw American Gangster, and I remember thinking, like, that was maybe a lot. And, you know, I think some parents would let their kid go see that and then maybe afterwards give them context and talk to them about, like, hey, well, maybe we should talk about this a little bit. But he just, we walked out of the movie theater that time, and he was like, this is a pretty good movie, huh? It's like, there were a lot of titties, a lot of cocaine crack uh, uh, production happening in that movie. Yeah. Now, if something were, I'm trying to think of a situation where he would try and talk about it, where he'd be like, well, that was that was no good, where he would vocalize his disapproval of it. I can't think of anything. I don't think he would. I think he would just be like, I didn't really care for that movie too much. That's how that's he says he it. That's it. what it's... <laughs> yeah, if, if, the, if the morality of the movie doesn't like uh, fit into his worldview, that's exactly what he'll say. He was like, well, I didn't care for that. He'll say that was a little crazy. Yeah, he uh, it, it really doesn't bother him too much but he's he's not gonna watch it again for another couple weeks i guess <laughs> and then the next time it's odd he'll be like what is this have, have i seen this <laughs> sometimes this kills me so he's getting a little older memory's not as good as it used to be but even when the memory was good he would like it would kill mom too that he would watch the same movies over and over again and i will when i'll totally do that like I'll, i've watched i've watched joe dirt at least 10 times probably more than 10 times but sometimes he'll watch a movie and he has i mean he's seen an astounding number of movies like more than 95 percent of adults his age have probably seen and he'll watch a movie that he doesn't remember if he's watched and then about halfway through he'll start predicting what's happening like he's never seen it before and you know you can kind of pick out the tropes in a movie. You can kind of tell what's going to happen, but he'll make like an astoundingly accurate prediction. And it's like, bullshit, you've seen this movie. You've seen this movie. It's like, I think uh, at the end of... I'm trying to think of a movie he's seen a lot. I mean, he's seen Forrest Gump a lot. We were talking about rewatching that recently. 
Well, doesn't he also want to make a uh, remake of Forrest Gump and uh, Forrest Gump runs for office? Yeah, he had that idea today. And, you know, sometimes he'll say some shit. He'll be like, you know what they should do? He was like, they should do another Forrest Gump. And I was like, well, what are they going to do? And he said Forrest Gump should run for president. And I wanted to say that was a stupid idea, but I was, it sounds like a pretty fucking good movie. I would totally watch I would that. watch it, too. <laughs> and then he's like, but you can't start out at president. you got to say maybe run for Senate first or, or, or be a governor. And then uh, we could work up to president. Like, he's trying to get tre- trequels and everything in there. Yeah, I like it. I'd watch the extended uh, the extended Gump-a-verse. I'd want, I'd want to watch the uncut version for sure, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Forrest Gump probably... I mean, when he met the president and he had to pee... <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, that was iconic, so hopefully <laughs> something like that would happen to him as well. You know, I haven't watched Forrest Gump in a while, but I was uh, talking to somebody recently who works in special effects, and they were talking about how Forrest Gump was the movie that inspired them to go work in special effects because of that scene. Because that scene uses, like, uh, you know, a lot of real footage, and they were using some, like, proto-CGI. It wasn't, like, green screen technology they were using. And it actually holds up. It looks really good. Did you also know, since uh, the date of... Recording this, it's uh, not too much past New Year's, but and this is not an exact number, but I did read something the other day on the internet where it was like, if you started watching Forrest Gump at like 10.42 to 10.48 or something like that, they had the exact number, that whenever Forrest said, Happy New Year's, Lieutenant Dan, you could also <laughs> tell Lieutenant Dan Happy New Year's. And I almost did it. I'm not going to lie. I was, I was hanging out with people, but I almost changed everything up and i was like i might want to just watch a little forrest gump it's about time to turn it on guys i've seen that's like a like a genre of things people will post online it's not quite i don't know if it's you call that a meme like i kind of like i like the the idea that uh you could like sync up to other new years and other movies or for instance like you know if you watch die hard on christmas day on christmas eve you know he will be saving the people of the... What, where's Die? It's in a building. It's not in a bank. I don't remember. He'll be crawling through the the ducts and, and kicking ass right as the clock strikes midnight and Santa brings all your toys and eat your little cookies. <laughs> yep. So another thing about our father is... I think he plays it a little a little hard sometimes. He His, his memory is going out, but he has got some of the... The best memory, also, so he can watch a, a John Wayne movie or a Clint Eastwood movie or something like that. And I haven't seen any of these movies in years. And he'll turn around and say, "Hey, do you know who that person is?" And I'm like, "No, I don't." And he'll know their name. And he's like, "Yeah, did you know that they were also in this, this, and this?" I mean, our dad's in his his mid seventies, and he's just still picking out these mm-hmm. people because he's seen every single one of those movies hundreds of times, probably. Yeah. But then you know, like. He'll also be like, what's Calvin's wife's name? You yeah. know, like the 10th time he's met her. Yeah. Uh, it's a, I love, you well, know. maybe if she was in a Western, he'd remember her. I try and date women that have the same name just so that dad doesn't accidentally call them the wrong name sometimes. Yeah, that's never going to play out well. But mm. you can always say that he's senile, even if he's not. He's to that age where he can start flipping little kids off and get away with it. Sometimes he'll he'll say some shit to me that I can't tell if he's joking. It's not like incorrect information. He'll like wildly speculate something to me, uh, something like, "Well, you know, uh, I actually had an opportunity to go to Woodstock, and I w- I was there right before the day, and I said I don't care for that. I don't want to go to that thing, and I I, I just." 
he could be alive for any historical event. I wouldn't even know. He could have been there. I, I don't know the math on that. He probably was almost at Woodstock. Yeah, he probably was. He probably, well... Shouldn't he have been, like, in the rice paddies at Woodstock? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> That's what I like to, I like to, you know, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be insensitive to anybody who has PTSD, but our dad also has a, a good sense of humor about himself. When he does zone out or uh, say something just wildly bonkers, sometimes he'll say something and after the fact, I think even he's amazed that he said it. And, uh, like, our mom will just, John! What are you talking about? I'm like, just let him go. You know, he's yeah, he's still stuck. He's there. He's right in the middle. Yeah, let it ride. The Agent Orange is, is creeping in and, I mean, PTSD and all that other stuff. Like, He'll be zoned out. You'll be like, John, John. And he's just sitting there silently. And he, his hearing is not bad. But I'm just like, I know he's just hearing Huey's behind him. That's what it is. There you go. He's just got those choppers in there. Watch yeah, out, Charlie! <laughs> I don't have any uh, sex worker ass crack stories, sadly, but I'm still young, you know? Yeah, you still got time. Um, I'm the, I'm still enchanted when I meet uh, anyone who I could, uh, well, because, and I'm always jealous. Well, you, you don't have to meet them nowadays. You just, you go search OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of pathetic. Well, I, I've, uh, I'm subscribed to a couple OnlyFans, my friends, you know, because I will pay to see anybody I know naked, absolutely. And I don't even care if I'm attracted to you or not. But also, well, I you mean, know, now I that just, we're in there, I could, can I plug my link then, or if we're... Absolutely. Because I actually have to pay people to go to my OnlyFans, so... Uh, but you know that you gotta spend money to make money, baby. That's it. <sighs> well... No, I, mean, I do... There's probably enough pictures of me around the internet naked that somebody might already have an OnlyFans for me. Do you, uh... Do you know anyone who personally has an OnlyFans? I'm sure I do, but I don't really care to talk to people. I'm uh, from a generation of people where basically everybody that I know has an OnlyFans account. And I'm, first off, get out there, make your money. Uh, it's not, not my business what you do with your body, so I'm absolutely 100% in support of it. And I'm not joking. I, like, I, will, I will totally pay if, you're, if your OnlyFans is $3.99 a month. You know, you're out there, a lot of those, just women feeding their children, and I will give them three ninety nine a month. But sometimes I, you know, you want three ninety nine a month, and I click, and there's three half nudes and one nude, and you're only showing one titty? That's not worth three ninety nine a month, baby. No, it's not. No video content? Mm. I mean, it's the digital age. You can, you can get just about anything for free. So I feel like if I need to support somebody, it better be good. But once again, it is kind of nice coming from people I know because it's like you click on those videos sometime and it's like, oh, will you help me with my chemistry homework? And it's like, well, she's like 25 years old. She's probably not in a chemistry class. But if it's somebody I know, it's like, I was in chemistry with you, Cassie. You do need help with that chemistry homework. Yeah, probably didn't do that great. That's why they have an OnlyFans. I don't know, man. I feel like if you're one, you know, the top makers on OnlyFans are probably making more money than chemists. He probably. I know people with master's degrees who quit doing what they were doing because they were like being like able to make a full time living used like doing OnlyFans. And I mean, even if that got us disowned from our family or something, I mean, I'm not saying we as if we would have a joint OnlyFans. That would be fucking gross. Absolutely not. I could not do that. I mean, I've seen that kind of content online before, and you I know, mean, it'd be like two brothers, two fans. <laughs> I mean, some people are into yeah, well, that shit. Two brothers, two fans. It's like, well, mom and dad are subscribing. They're just out there trying to watch us follow our dreams. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, 
parents, thanks for the support. Mm-hmm. Don't don't search that. It's not real. It's not a real one. Have you given any thought to what life will be like uh, after Kawuwu, after the coronavirus? What are you going to do? How are you going to... Do you think it'll be... By the time you get you get back, he my brother is going to redacted for a while um, for an indeterminate amount of time that I cannot say. Hopefully, when he's back, things will be normal. But no, nothing's no, no, going to no, be no, normal. No, 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 don't wish that evil on me. I don't want to do that. I want it still to be still going on. And I know that sounds a little uh, dark and negative, but if it's still going on when I get back and I haven't taken the vaccine yet, then I get an extra two weeks of quarantine when I get back for free vacation time to chill at the house. And I don't want anybody taking that away from me. You get to quarantine when you get there too, right? I, I get to quarantine when I get there. In you tents. don't have to work. No, you don't have to I, work for two weeks. Just get paid for that. Yeah. Get, well, I get paid to live in a tent. So that's, I mean, cool. it's like camping. It's intense. <laughs> my, uh, my old, old boss, Mary is, uh, currently quarantining in Tel Aviv before she can go do like production on a movie and she's just uh i've seen a couple of the pictures that she posted you know because like you get to a new country you've never been to you want to like tell the world about it but i can't really see very much of tel aviv from her hotel room she's like ah hanging out in tel aviv and it's just like her feet up on a recliner on like a little tv so i do have a thing for that though so uh on our journey over to x place you know we We'll have to stop in different countries and stuff like that. And, and everybody's upset. They're like, I'm not even going to get to see this this cool country. And I'm like, yeah, you can. Open your hotel window. You know, look out the window and take a picture of the sunset. And then take a picture of the sunrise. And then take a picture at noon. You've got three different pictures. Three different, completely different sunlights. Mm-hmm. You, you, might, uh, you might hit the jackpot and have a... A window that has like two distinct views, like a parking lot in one direction and then some buildings in the other. Oh, I you frame so. that the yeah. right way, you can put that off as two different pictures. For real, they would nobody would ever know and be like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a." Uh, I mean, you know, uh, forty-five degrees to the left, but you don't really need to know that. When you stop somewhere, do they put you up in nice hotels? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no. What that, are we talking? That would be nice. Uh, we Ramada Inn. We looking at a. Uh, it is not a not a four seasons certainly hilton no we'll we'll stay in the the base building okay does the so. base have a ramada inn or a hilton or a four seasons uh no it's uh probably just going to be a normal like motel looking thing i'd know. love to see a four seasons at a at an <coughs> air force base that would be- i mean i have been to a lot of uh a lot of different locations for example uh in guam uh, if you don't stay on base in Guam, you can stay at the uh, the Hyatt or the Hilton. And uh, we had a slide in the the lobby. You could slide from the lobby into the pool. So it's uh, there are some some exotics. That's pretty tight. Some, some cool stuff. You I've know? never been in any hotel anywhere, anything like that. I feel like you have to judge hotels on if they have a a phone, a direct line, and the shitter. So normally when we go uh, on trips, work trips, and stuff like that, and we're staying at a nice hotel. If it's got a, a phone in the shitter and you can call somebody to set up plans for later on that evening while you're handling business, then then it's a pretty pretty classy hotel. Also, there are hotels that have weird uh, shower curtain things, I guess, that uh, you can black out. You know, there's I've been in a hotel where I could roll out of my bed into a jacuzzi tub 
and then flip a switch and it blacks out that to where you couldn't see into the jacuzzi tub. So it's pretty That's nice. Pretty thanks, thanks, Uncle Sam. I appreciate that. Before we go, I do have to ask you what is what is <laughs> what is the weirdest thing you believe? Unicorns. Do you really believe in unicorns? You yeah. Think that's do you want to know why? Why? So think about it this way. Uh, you have a frog. All right. A frog could possibly be, you know, considered a, a, a type of unicorn. So you have a tadpole. A tadpole grows up and it turns into a frog, right? Well, you got narwhals, okay? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I guess if they live long enough, a narwhal... Is, I mean, it's possible it could turn into a unicorn. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But yeah. if that was, that would be like the the way that it's going to happen. You tadpole to frog, narwhal, unicorn. You're welcome. Mind blown. A people. narwhal does look like a like a unicorn tadpole. I've never thought of that. It's going to happen. I it could probably tell, does happen. I could tell whenever you were going to say that 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 was going to be some dumb shit. But I didn't think it would be that clever. So I appreciate it. What do you mean? You ask what I believe in, I believe in it. I Look, hey, we all believe in some dumb shit. I, I mean, I believe some very, very dumb things. For a long time, I believed that this country was built on a system of checks and balances, but apparently that's not true. I know, but I'm still waiting on my $2,000. I'll take it. For, yeah, hey, give me at least, I'm going hey, uh, hey, Uncle Sam, I think I'm $1,400 short here. What happened? I don't know. Hey, welcome to uh, the first the first podcast from Donald Trump's New America. We started our own country. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Can we can we just pop in on the, the fact that uh, Trump also, uh, his Twitter got banned? Can we can we mention that? I, uh, I'm very, very, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm excited. I think. Uh, I just, I don't, I've never heard of anybody getting it banned unless you're putting nudes up. Na- nasty. <laughs> Maybe that's what he got banned for. Maybe. Oh, Melania? Hmm? No, I think it was all him. I think Melania could get away with it. Yeah, she probably could. It's probably mm-hmm. like a slap on the wrist where they're like, oh, we do not want to see mm-hmm. him naked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a little risque for us, eh? I think that uh, it's just, I th- honestly, I mean, if I'm going to be 100% serious, I think it's it's just wild that he got banned right now instead of like five years ago. They were like, you know, we're banning him for inciting violence and misinformation. And you're like, this is not new information from him. No. We've had for like five years of this. And, uh, I mean, I'm kind of excited to see whether he goes over, I mean, because this could really be the return of MySpace. Like, I'm really excited for the idea I of Trump on MySpace. Dude, I'm telling you right now, if, like, if MySpace got, got popping again, I wouldn't mind, maybe, maybe Facebook should look into that a little bit as far as, uh, you know, you're on a Facebook page and you're scrolling through looking at somebody's stuff and you get to jam out to one of their favorite songs. That was yeah. the best part about MySpace. You know what my MySpace song was? You Can Call Me Out by Paul Simon, because that's my name. I can't call you out. Donald Trump's top eight, just really quick. I mean, obviously, number one would be Ted Cruz, his his best friend and boyfriend. Number two of his top eight would be uh, Mitch McConnell, but Mitch McConnell doesn't even have him on his top eight list. Number three, the Jonas Brothers, his favorite band. Number four, Melania, because she said, like, hey, you gotta put me on the list, or whatever. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Number four, Ivanka. His, uh, his true love, number five, Melania. Number six, Tom. Tom, he's keeping Tom on the list because he likes to Tom. keep it light. Yeah, you he's keeping keep it Tom. light. Um, number seven, the NRA. And uh, number eight, probably uh, Kanye West, I assume. Either that or Kim Jong-un. Oh, yeah. Well, Kim, well, Kim, 
chimps, you know, they're they're still kind of like technologically backwards. They're actually still on. Um, well, Kim Jong's got a live journal. I still follow his live journal account. Yeah, I don't even know if they have internet over there. They have best internet. Yes. They have one website, jujul.com. You go to it. It is a picture of Kim, and there's a search bar, and you type anything, and it says, stop asking questions. Yep, there you go. Go back. <laughs> the, the most asked question is, why is there not any food here? Uh, and then <laughs> if you type that in, they come and cut your fucking head off. <laughs> Michael, thank you so much for coming on my dumb podcast. I, I appreciate it. Thank you for staying up late. Do you yep. have anything else you want to say to the people? No. It's beautiful. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Howdy Strangers is an unfunny production. You can find us on Twitter at at howdy underscore strangers and on Instagram at at howdy dot strangers. If you like the show, consider leaving us a review on iTunes. It, it really helps. I'd like five stars. I'll take four or shit. I'll take one star, you know, but uh, let's maybe maybe five or four would be good. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back with a normal episode next week. Uh, I actually had an episode in the can recorded and just came out here to be with family and figured, uh, you know, people talked about how much they liked the mini soda with my dad, so figured we'd try one with my brother. I'm sure at some point we'll eventually have my entire family on here on weeks that I can't find guests, so hey, thank y'all for sticking around, and uh, I love you and hope y'all's New Year's going pretty good. All right, bye. <laughs>